0: Hope to some players are to be delivered as much as usual. Hope some players are going to have victory over that. And I want to develop that one day into a book. And we come out in there called God's Prayer, Santa Claus, Stephen, the Raiders. So if you look up, take that one day. We'll finish that project on the game several, several years ago. And that's the next thing I might do. So please, please, please. So we're going to look at that change tonight. We're going to look at three pictures. further you going John had just been killed by the government. That's right. They have reached out and killed this disciple. And of course, the Jewish world collectively says, Yeah, it is. So it's a time of grievance It's a time of grievance. It's a time of questioning. It's a time of God, if you're with us, why is this happening? In fact, that makes sense, right? Maybe you're online and that's one of the questions that you have. Why is there pain in my life? Thank you you got And James has been killed. On top of that, people outside the church are rejoicing that James is dead. In fact, the Bible tells us a little bit about that. When we get into the scriptures here in a minute, we're going to see that they are happy about James being given capital Catholic punishment. And in so injury, Peter's now now been exposed. In fact, the government's emboldened over the public response at the execution of James. Let's begin. Next slide. Acts chapter 12. 1-7, the Bible tells us, Now about that time, Herod the King stretched out his hand to harass some of the church. You know, government always starts that way. It never starts with, let me go ahead and kill you. It never starts with, let me just arm you. It always starts with harassment. Always. Always. During the Days of Unleavened Bread, and just so your mind, can be on the same time frame. Unleavened Bread immediately follows Passover. So have yeah, Passover, that first time you have the Jesus Unleavened Bread following right behind the back. It is so close, so together, that a lot of the Jews just call it the of Unleavened Bread. And that's what they call it to This day, a lot of Jews just say the Jesus Unleavened Bread is So that's what we're looking at right there. So during the Days of Unleavened Bread, James has been killed and something else is about to happen. He was in prison. He was seized in verse 3 and time out in the house. Next slide. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads to soldiers to keep him. So this four squads or four fraternians that you have in the the James Bible is four courts and 16 soldiers and they would rotate. They would rotate four in four out. Perhaps the they give you one to switch out in hours didn't, but we had 60 different soldiers. That means that four were guarding him at any given time, and four would be outside, and four probably a little further out to make sure the Peter didn't overpower those eight and get out. 16 soldiers. And with that in mind, one would Had to to now, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer, you need to remember that, constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the doors were keeping the prison. Now, behold, the angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. Was and change. So I want to stop. i like have. I slept, and that's in certain instances. I slept in rooms where inmates can get me. I slept like that. But I could not ever say anything like Peter. And here is Peter sleeping. Let me tell you something about Peter. To me, and I'm going to say just to me, but to me that says something about his character that so we all need to put the work in our lives. Peter can go to sleep and make a situation like that. He's got death sentence on him. He knows that after Passover, they're going to execute Justice is on him, and he knows that Herod is not afraid to take his head off. He just so with Daniel. Now, where are we looking at? What we talking about this evening, we're talking about changes in our lives. Change though, however, don't seek to amaze. Prison and chained. And the church is supposed to be supreme. And that's really what the government thinks is happening. Have you ever found it amazing like I do when you look at a high area of persecution? A place where the government We often get afraid of change. And we oftentimes say, I don't want that chain around me. But what if, now this is a big move, but what if those chains make this our faith? What if that chain caused us to do something as a church that we don't do enough of as it is? And remember what Peter was saying, the Bible says the church offered a constant prayer for the church. I'm going to come back to that in a second, But think about this for a second. Anywhere you look in the world, the church persecuted, the church does. Anytime the church is persecuted, the church does. In fact, when the war broke out in Ukraine, the missionaries responded by saying, Please don't pray that God will pick it out. Please don't say you need to come home. Pray that God will come you. It's amazing to me how that happens. The church is supposed to, in the government's eyes, be defeated. The church is supposed to be in the government's eyes, reading from the law. Tell You know, kill one of those leaders, and everybody else is scared and walks away. As a father, a lot of times when I catch my four boys doing something they ought not be doing, usually one or two scuffs was enough to make the other ones fall in line. Well, like, yeah. it did. Keep us from moving. It's supposed to keep us from being free. James is supposed to keep us from wandering about. But it's Christianity. change don't restrain, James free something in time. James don't hold us back, James let us go. He said, Pastor, hey, where are you getting this from? My point is this when you put a true Christian in James, what you've done. So you get the pictures here of something happening in the book of Acts chapter 12. We got now James is dead. We got Peter and David is in prison. And it seems to be a hopeless situation. But the church starts praying. You might be saying tonight, Pastor, I'm in a hopeless situation. My family's falling apart. My job situation's falling apart. My relationships are falling apart. I want you to know there's nothing hopeless when it comes to God. If you just start praying. I'm not talking about one prayer, I'm not talking about five seconds of prayer. To learn about prayer. I wanted to learn about prayer. So we prayed together, and we started praying for people. We realized that our personal needs got less and less and less. It was no longer, God, give me, give me, give me. God, provide. God, provide. God, provide. God, heal. God, heal. It was God, bless. God, bless. God, take care of. God, deliver. God, God provide for these people. And all of a sudden, our prayer time got less and less about us and more and more about those who are our friends. Our problems got smaller and smaller and smaller, yet our prayer class got bigger and bigger and bigger. In fact, it changed what caused us church to get back in praying that I would believe that it's time for the U.S. church to, to start getting hindered in some of the things we've like again because we've forgotten how to pray for our leaders. We've forgotten how to pray for our missionaries. We've, for we've forgotten how to pray for our pastors, our teachers, our deacons. They've forgotten how to do that. Now, if change over, change, change, free something inside of us. It wakes something up inside of us. You ever heard that old saying before? You're gonna poke the sleeping bear, and that sleeping bear is gonna wake up. When the church is persecuted, it pokes something inside of us that says we've got a deliverer. We've got a God bigger than your government. You start calling out what the Bible says about Christians who call upon the name of the Lord? Do you know what the Bible says about those who call upon the name of the Lord? Romans 10, 13 tells us, those who call upon the name shall be sent. Call upon Him. That's the Christian way. Call upon Him. Have you ever looked in that wonderful, famous 2 Chronicles 7, 14 passage? You know, calling upon the Lord, crying those of us by His name. You know, we can get the part where we cry out. We can get the part where we're going through trials, tribulations, temptation. And i began a couple of sermons ago telling you a little bit about my thoughts coming here in 2024. I have no prophetic basis. I have no vision from God. I've never claimed to be a prophet unless God. the no. 120, they told churches. to the bottom and they figured out they didn't screw it up very well. They had that dry powder down there. Instant. It. How about another one? Instant. Sea you Remember when you get your sea monkeys, you're going say instant it life for water water. And there was happen. It never worked for me. Instant does, My Bible says here yeah, Peter was there for in prison. Him by the church. So, wait a minute. Those are basic things that we should know about. That's right. Constant, instant prayer offered to who? God. To God. Sometimes we get to praying for something that isn't God. We get to praying to the desires of our own body. We get to praying to the desires of our own. this first church did and they offered up to of prayer to God and guess what? They prayed specifically for the Almighty. What's the last time you prayed specifically? What's the last time you specifically prayed for somebody, prayed for something, or prayed for a specific situation? Verse 5 tells us that. Constant prayer offered up to God for Him by the church. That's where we go, well, you no, no, no. something right now. Pray with me for Israel. Pray with me for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray with me for that. Specifically, to God. the apple of God's eye. Pray, not only would their hearts be open to see to the of Messiah, not only would their hearts be open to receive Jesus Christ, they got the God blessed them. Pray, this is before you. Let's get back on our change, Change so, don't hinder the true church. Change bring out what the church is supposed to be doing. Amen? We're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be constantly, instantly praying. Perfectly roiling and boiling with prayer. When somebody walks in this sanctuary, they should step into hot water of prayer. And see that. And see it. Have you seen that movie, The War Room? And the Kendrick Dwellers? I love it. We sell those We I entertainment a little bit too much sometimes. But she sells the house. She's a prayer. She's got herself a war room and she prays. And a pastor is starting to buy her house. And as he's walking by, he walks by her warm room and he feels the whirling, boiling, hot water of prayer. And he says... In your Christianity. Change in your relationship with God. Look at me in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Constant prayer. What do you Paul tells the church in Thessalonica he says Pray without speaking. That's constant prayer. Well, I think this is put a little bit differently. We have constant prayer in the book of Acts, chapter 12, and in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 10, 17, we have prayer without ceasing. What's the difference? here Them with brightness and temperance. You've read the story of how this apostle hits the gospel. What do you mean, verse 26? For the king before my office speaks freely now. Said to Central Paul, You almost persuade me to become a Christian. Does that describe you right now. Oh, Pastor, I want to be a Christian, but not today, not tonight. I don't want to do it right now. You know why? Because love Let me tell you, that makes judgment reasonable. Paul said, I would be God, I love you, Pastor Paul Daniel. I wish I would. I would God, and not only you, but also all the feelings today. I become both almost your ultimate, because except for these to be and set to be. close to this particular conversation Paul was in prison for people. He's not in prison for stealing. Paul spent a lot of time in prison, and a lot of people like to say, well, if Paul was in prison, we could start trusting and treating the prisoners and inmates like they're the apostle Paul. Don't do it. Paul's in prison for preaching. it is Didn't triple, so change didn't keep him from being in front of Agrippa. Those change didn't keep him from being in front of Festus. So those change didn't keep him from being in front of Felix. And let me tell you those change didn't keep him from making it all the way to Rome. Yes. Change don't stop fishing. Change in By the way, if you read the whole conversation, Jesus principle is Paul. You We don't know how to do it. Maybe he simply trimples. maybe That is lifted. I preach. So if we have the point to pray, we also have the point to pray. When we're chained, when we're held back, don't use it as, oh well, there's silence to be. You're only silent because there's the Don't let anybody silence the gospel. Don't let anybody put a hand over your mouth. Preach! Teach! Proclaim Jesus Christ until He comes again. James, folks, when you're help us, The world says you can't proclaim Jesus. Let me tell you, that should make a Christian ferocious. You should go to a lion. What is that we say now? in the year 2024? I want to mother bear mode just like that. When the world is trying to hold itself back, you should become involved in it. You should go from a little bitty, teeny tiny house cat to the lion of the tribe of Jesus. Remember the four Hebrew children? Anybody name them here tonight? He off. We're going to do what he supposed to do, whether or not he's a us bit of a But we want you to know that we are going to stay with him. You know the story. You know the story. They get put in fiery fire. the fire, of your friends. Force He's paint See, not just me. Let's going to take a look at this guy. The children were tied up. They were bound. Whether it's changed or not is irrelevant. It's not. They were tied up. I the stories in the book of Acts. wonder. Prisoner, he tells him, I'm a prisoner, of Jesus. He's, a prisoner. he's a prisoner in the chain. Let's look that next one. You read that correctly when you read book one. This is Jesus. It is a letter that Paul wrote. On in Paul says, I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I'm not here because the Romans have power over. of God, somebody say it. and oh, we've got the Holy Ghost. No. We've got the Holy Ghost. How does that Paul's the place of truth and I'm not a capital in Rome. I'm not a capital of sin. Or Caesar. I am a father. Jesus Christ. Is his will that I'm these saint? And there's somebody here that I need to preach. There's somebody here I need to teach. There's somebody here I need to pray. can't let the world dictate to us what we do and what we don't do. We should be dictating to the world what's right and what's right. That's our We're self, we're life. We are witnesses. We read like Paul did in the book of righteousness or temperance of self That's what we do. Let's the next time. Are you in change tonight? Let's go back the world because come to Jesus there is another thing though that is broken another thing we need to look at tonight remember how we started with James being killed? you know we started that picture out there and they actually 12 games killed up another thing we need to remember the same word. in fact this thing though needs to be broken this thing doesn't need to be no longer too. this thing doesn't need to be embraced Sort of for us. the God demonstrated for we get sinners, Christ, died for us. That's the same to in the grace of God. is and lives. Pray with me for the people of Jerusalem. Pray with him for the people of Israel. Pray. Stay past me. Not only do I have changed